Hi guys! All right, so you know what I'm doing, Shannon? Hmm. I'm doing a digital detox. Stop it! You I decided. Stop it right now. I know. I know. I'm I not know. buying it. I... Like, do you mean like when you go to the bathroom for five minutes, you're not gonna take your phone with you? Or I know. What does that mean? I know. Okay. So listen. So we did okay. this story. I did the story at work about this woman. She's a she's an author, mm -hmm. and she decided that for a week she was gonna do no cell phone. Wow. No cell phone. Wow. And no social media. So she can still wow. check email on her computer. Okay. She has a landline if she needs to call people. All right. But no cell phone and no social media for wow. a week. Okay? okay. And she talked about all these things that had that she really um, recognized in herself after that week. First of all, she had to ask for directions. She says she has no sense of direction. <laughs> and so not having her GPS was huge. a huge thing. Yeah. She said um, she didn't realize how often she had to pick up her phone. She goes in the grocery checkout line, you know, at the, at the yeah. stop, stoplight. Yep. You know, yep. when the, she's waiting in the waiting Any room. Downtime. <laughs> Any, Any downtime. Any downtime. Any downtime. She yep. said she did not realize how often she was reaching for her phone. Yeah. The other thing I thought that was kind of mind-blowing that, that she talked about was how uneasy other people were with her decision to go technology-free. Mm -hmm. Like, all of her friends were like, well, let me know when you're back in the real world. Right. You know? And how am I going to reach you? Right. How am I going to reach yeah. you? It's like, okay, remember in 1990? Yeah. When, when the phone was a workout? Right. You had to like... Right. Ah! Right. Hello. She also said she noticed how different her brain is on technology. And we've talked about this before, yeah. but the studies that link ADHD and children who have a lot of screen time, she says, I can completely understand that yeah. because it really, your brain is overstimulated. Yep. All the time. And the one other thing that I thought was really interesting that she said happened was she started to connect with her old self. So... All those little pauses in your day that you um, normally would just sit and reflect or go inside. Go inside. Ooh, why am I anxious right now? Right. Kind of like talking yourself no, through. No, because now we have this and we just pick it up. And mm -hmm. for instance, I was waiting for you in my car. And what was I doing while yep. I was waiting? I was on my phone. She was not in a digital detox, <laughs> so I can tell you that. No, no <laughs> but I'm definitely going to do it because... I really feel like it has started to impact my life. Yep. And, you know, we talk about how, you know, oh, the kids these days, they're all screwed up because of technology. But I think we really need to take a good hard look at ourselves as adults yes. and what it's doing to us. Well, because if the kids are screwed up, they don't fall too far from the tree, tree. right? So, yeah. like, who is impacting them? And that's, there's this article called The Silent Tragedy Affecting Today's Children. And let me tell you something, strap in if you're a parent, because it punched me right in the, in the face, gut. right? Yeah. And, and, it, and it has that impact because what it's saying is how could our kids not be screwed up? How could we not have all these increased, 43% increase in ADHD, 37% increase in teen depression, and one in five children has mental health issues? That, she says, how could we not have that when we have emotionally unavailable parents, mm -hmm. we have... Um, digitally distracted parents, indulgent parents who let the kids rule the world, a sense of entitlement rather than responsibility, inadequate sleep and nutrition, mm -hmm. true, 
sedentary indoor lifestyle because as parents you're doing a million things they're on the computer they're on the video game okay okay you know what yeah. let me just get this done and this getting done turns into three hours instead right. of an hour right. um, endless stimulation through technological babysitters instant gratification and absence of dull moments this author is saying why wouldn't we have all these issues with our children right. so really we do need to look at ourselves first and then yeah. look at what we're passing on you know Shanna did this um, this segment um, recently and she kind of talked about some of the things that parents should be doing um to kind of you know because we're not talking about going you, we can't go backwards you know the, the the technology is where it is and and this is the wave of the future and, and kids are going to be getting jobs based on what they know about this technology but i do think we need to take a step back and see how it really is impacting our mm -hmm. psyches mm -hmm. and those of our children mm -hmm. and i found it interesting some of the things she was recommending that you do and one of them which we had to do as kids, but I don't feel like parents get their children to do no. anymore is give them chores. Yeah, guilty. You know, guilty because they come home, there's so much pressure to make sure they're doing well in school. school. They have all these activities that they're doing as well. And mm -hmm. so you kind of feel like, well, they're doing so much. Mm -hmm. They shouldn't have to do chores around the house. Right. But in reality, they should. Well, that's, you know, think about what that taught. Because as I was going through the, the things they should be doing, I kept looking at Suzanne going, that was what we, we had did. to do. Right. And not that we're the golden standard, but I do feel like I have a good sense of family values. Mm -hmm. I do feel like I had to contribute in my life. That's what the chores is about is, hey, you live in this home too. We're mm -hmm. a family. I'll do this. You do that. We're a team. And we don't really do that. We kind of segregate them out like, oh, you're the golden child. You're at the special arts school and you're at the special school, right. you know, for highly intellectual kids. You're overwhelmed. You're overstimulated. You're doing five sports. I'll do everything over here. Right. And we're teaching them like you're not a part of, you're not having to contribute to the whole. I'll do this. You do that. And I think it really has made them entitled mm -hmm. and not feel like they need to contribute. Like they just need to be supported. Right. Right. Yeah, so I, I told my my kids last week, I said, we're going to start chores. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and do you know what I was most surprised by? They did not buy it bad an eyelash. It probably makes them feel more a part of. And now my son is reminding me that he has to do his chores. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's crazy. You know why? How old's your son? Eight. Seven or eight? Okay, eight. so he's eight. That's competency. He likes chores because he feels like, you know what? I'm a big boy. Right. Mom needs me to contribute and I'm making an impact. So he's feeling confident. And you know, that's so true. When you look at kids today, 19, 20, 25, they're, the, the self-esteem numbers are plummeted. Nobody's mm. feeling competent. They're not feeling capable. Shame on us because we're doing everything for them. We're taking their competency away. Mm -hmm. You know, when I went to college, I felt really confident. I knew how to do the laundry. I knew how to do everything because I did it in my house growing up because my mom was busy working, whatever. So I had a lot of chores. So I'm looking around me at these other kids that are like, I don't know how to do, do the laundry. Anything. And I'm like, get out of the right. way. And that made I mean, me I mean, kids that don't even know how to dress themselves. Yeah. Because you know? we just lay it out because it's quicker. Right. We've got so much to do. So we really have robbed them. Mm -hmm. And I also think looking at the digital, taking a time out. Have you ever looked around a restaurant, a family restaurant, Chili's, TJ Friday, dinner time? Nobody's talking. Mm -mm. Mom's on her phone. Mm -hmm. Dad's on the phone. Kids are on the phone. 
Nobody's connecting. Mm -hmm. And so I like what she said. It punched me in the face, but we are emotionally unavailable parents. Mm -hmm. We are. And it doesn't matter what the reason. I'll say to my kids, let me just return a couple of phone calls so then yeah. I'll be done with work. I just got to get this text Yeah, back, let me just get this. You know? Oh, this person's in crisis. Right. And so at the end of the day, they're in the middle of their story. They're trying to talk to you. And I watch, I've watched it in my own life and mm -hmm. learned from it. You know, when my kids were little, they'd start to tell a story and I go, oh, oh, I, I got to take that. Story's done. Yeah. They go in their room, they're on their computer, they're on whatever. They're done trying to connect with you. Right. So we really have to look at ourselves first and to start showing up and being emotionally available parents again, yeah. which means getting rid of that device at night. Yeah. You know, I know like... Yeah, what were some of the other things that yeah. she had suggested? I really like, like playing a board game mm -hmm. each day, you know, don't... Yep. And, and not coddling your children. I mean, making them pack their own backpacks. Yep. And, you know, don't, if they forget something, don't go running to the school. I got to take Johnny his yeah. his lunch or his book that he mm. forgot. You know, that's... Letting them experience consequences. You yeah. forgot your book, your teacher's going to square up with you. Maybe you get a C for that day. Maybe you get in trouble. Maybe you have to stay after school. You deal with your consequences. That's the only thing that teaches us, really... Mm -hmm. You know, the thing that keeps me from speeding mostly is I don't want a ticket. Right. You know what I mean? Like, consequences do keep us in check. Right. So if you rescue your child every time they have a consequence, they don't learn that they need to remember their karate uniform or, you know, to put a sticky note so that they remember to grab whatever out of the refrigerator. They'll never learn. They'll never develop those adult skills if you keep covering them. Mm -hmm. So she talks about providing nutritious food and limiting snacks. Again, I think our parenting's gotten kind of lazy. We're distracted. We're on the phone. We're trying to respond. We're trying to get an email. Mom, can I have some chips? I'm hungry. Grab a snack. Grab chip. You know, we're, we're getting kind of lazy, and she's confronting us on that. Provide nutritious food and limit snacks. Spend one hour a day in a green space. Hiking, you know, outside, just taking a walk on a bicycle, you know, being out in the green. Bird watching, um, playing with insects, you know, stuff we did when we were younger. Yeah. Have a daily technology-free dinner. When we're at the dinner table, the phones are off and they're put away and we're connecting. We're talking about our day. Yeah, uh, I think that's a no-brainer. I mean, I, yeah. you know. But look in any restaurant. Yeah. Everybody's got their phones. Right. So we're not doing it. No. Involve your child in one chore a day. Implement sleep routines. I mean, I was guilty of this where I didn't always take the phone away. And so they're teenagers and they're on their phone half the night. Yeah. You know? Um, teach responsibility and independence. Don't overprotect them from their small failures. Mm -hmm. um, don't pack your kids back back. Um, boredom. She talks a lot about boredom. And this is so powerful. God, I was an only child. I had Barbie worlds in my bedroom. I yeah. used my creativity. Mm -hmm. And I think it helps. You know, today I do have some writing skills and some other skills that are based on imagination and creativity because I didn't have anything to do. I was bored out of my skull. So I create, created Barbie worlds yeah. and, and did, you know, came up with all kinds of imaginative things. We don't allow our kids to have that creativity mm -hmm. at all because we don't let them be bored. I remember I used to play office, you know, yeah. and my mom would bring home these like you know, the things with the layers, you know, <laughs> and I would pretend like I was at the office manager, you know, like stuff like yes. that. We just don't, our kids don't, we don't let them do that anymore yes. because we're filling all of their time yes. with technology. And yeah. I think it's important that kids know how to use technology and it's always going to be in their life, but right. I just feel like we really have to take a step back and look at how much it's impacting them. And in, impacting us. Impacting us, yeah. yeah. She said, for us, turn off your phones until your kids go to bed. Um, become your child's emotional coach. Tell them to recognize and deal, help them deal with their frustration and anger and their feelings. Doing some feelings work. Teach them to t take turns. Share. 
empathy, table manners, conversation skills, and how to greet people, and connect with smiles and hugs and kisses, tickles, reading, dancing. This is yeah. all the stuff we did before we were sitting in separate chairs right. on our phones. Yeah. You know, so this is back to the basics. Yeah, so I'm going to do that digital de detox next week, <laughs> and I'm going to come back and tell you the results. So you're starting when? I'm starting Monday. Okay, so you're going to do it Monday to Monday? Monday, yeah. Okay. Monday to Monday. All right. Yeah. We'll tune back in and see how it works. <laughs> we'll we'll see, see how this goes. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm most stuff. worried about not having my cell phone because, you know, just like my, my daughter's like, how am I going to get in touch with you? And I said, well, we'll figure it out. Yeah. You know, you know it's interesting. So we, we, we trick ourselves with fear mm -hmm. into being with our cell phone. So true story. Um, I've always worried about my kids. You know, that's what you, that's mm -hmm. what keeps you hooked. I need right. my phone on at all times. I have right. kids and I'm not away from them. So my daughter's at college, but if I keep my phone on at night, I don't sleep because for whatever reason, text or what people just think of, Hey, yeah. when's my appointment? And they'll send it at three when they're right. up to go to the bathroom. Right. And so I'm up. And so I said, you know what? I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm turning it off or I'll turn it on vibrate so that it really has to be someone urgent. Right. And my daughter did. She had an incident at college. 911 was called, she passed out and this kind of thing. It wasn't the end of the world, but I had always said, you know what? I'm not the for only line of defense. My mm -hmm. husband's phone is on because he can leave it on with no problems. Mm -hmm. My parents live six blocks away. Her father is available. Mm -hmm. And so she did. She called my phone and she didn't get an answer and she called her stepdad's phone. And, and so there we were. The phone rang in the middle right. of the night. I was able to be available. So we kind of trick ourselves into Think, like thinking we're the only, we're the only line. And the truth right. of the matter is like, you know what? If his phone would have been off, they would have called my mom and my mom would have driven over. You know, you don't have to be the only line of defense. Right. Or she would have called her father. And guess what the irony is? When she called me, I said, call your father. His, his <laughs> wife's a nurse. <laughs> You know, I don't know. Call the nurse. So, I mean, at the okay. end of the day, that should have been the first call right. anyway in that circumstance. Call the, the, you know, the doctor staff. So, I think it, it always well, that works That goes back out. to our codependent ways that we think we're the only one. I'm the ones. only one. Right. You don't understand. And it's like, mm, no. we're not the only ones. Yeah. There's a village usually. You can do it. You can do it. Yes. And I'll, I'm, listen. I'm probably the worst if you only knew how much I was on my, you know how much I'm on my phone, especially okay. at work. Yeah, every time, um, in between every commercial. It's crazy. And yeah. so I, I really believe I'm addicted. I really believe if I'm addicted. And if I can do it, you can you do can it. You can do it. <laughs> She's, so, but, but she didn't, I'm we don't know if she can, can do it. I don't know if I can do We're it. Checking We're checking back, back, back in. Next in. Week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for watching. And if you have any comments, if you have any suggestions for show topics, um, please let us know. And leave us a comment about how you um, are, are digitally detoxing your life. Maybe you have some, some interesting ways that you're trying to get it out of your life or out of your children's lives. And um, don't forget to share our videos. It's the, the highest compliment you can give us. Absolutely. All right. Thank you guys Bye. for watching. We'll see you back here next week. Take care.